0: Love, talk Radio Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm PC. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy.
1: Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an interesting topic today. The title of the topic is Being Courteous in Court. And this is based on an article on our blog, famelawheadquarters.com, dated October 9, 2016. And the title of that article is How Manners Can Go a Long Way in Court. So as a follow-up to the episode today, you can definitely go to Law Headquarters, read the article. As a follow-up uh, to the podcast today, I think that will definitely be helpful. But here is really uh, the premise of the theme of this podcast, if you will. Folks go to court. It can be a stressful experience. You know, Folks can have a lot of emotions. Uh, they can be worried about the future in terms of what the future might bring, and, and this can cause parties um, at times to come into court and maybe not behave in the best possible manner. And so that's what we want to talk about here today, because at the end of the day, how a party uh, really comes off in court can make a big difference uh, in terms of the judge's overall impression of somebody, and that in a lot of ways, can make a difference in terms of the overall results of the case. And so manners, being courteous, just really important in court uh, for parties to keep that in mind and really important uh, that parties are are well-mannered, they're respectful, and they really put uh, the best foot forward in terms of how they portray themselves uh, because, again, how they portray themselves can have a big effect on the overall outcome of the case. And so in saying that, a lot of people would say, well, what are good manners? You know, what, what are good ways to behave in court? And then on the flip end, what would be counterproductive and, and what are ways uh, in which we shouldn't behave? Now, in answering these questions, obviously, um, it's really important for a party to speak to their attorney who's handling their case, who can give them some specific advice because, uh, truth be told, every judge is a little bit different and they can like uh, certain things, maybe more than other judges'. Um, So it can be very important for parties to get really specific advice uh, from their attorney. I I can just give you a couple examples. I know some judges uh, will be really set off by parties wearing shorts in a courtroom, just not like it, not think it's respectful, uh, not think that that, at the end of the day, uh, really portrays the importance of the court date. Uh, I've seen other judges uh, not like jeans so much either. You know, it's just the, the overall impression that jeans would make in a courtroom might not uh, let the judge know that a party's really taking the case serious. Now, other judges can be way more laid back about this kind of stuff and not really be concerned with it at all and not have a big impression, not have a big impact. So, look, I can give you some general advice, but it is very important uh, to speak with your attorney because whatever judge is hearing your case might have their own pet peeves if you will they might have certain things they're looking for that might be different uh, than what another judge uh, might be looking for now and saying that you know as a general rule i think in terms of dress code uh, always better right in life to dress a little bit nicer than you have to than a little lower uh when in doubt so when in doubt you know always better to dress up for the, the occasion than to dress down i think that's a good general rule and i think that that rule is applicable to family court but You know, certain judges like different things, and so definitely important that you keep that in mind. Um, One phrase which I think is really important to have in your vocabulary when you're going in a courtroom, and it might seem kind of basic, but I think under the stress of the occasion, parties can sometimes forget it, is the phrase, your honor. So when the judge speaks to you or if the judge asks you a question um, in court, getting used to saying, your honor, can really make a big difference. At the end of the day, it can show uh, respect, uh, seriousness of the occasion. So, so uh, in a general sense, get very used to saying your honor. So yes, your honor, uh, no, your honor. Uh, if you want to speak in court, if you think it's uh, appropriate in some ways, asking permission from the court, so your honor, may I speak, uh, that can oftentimes go over well. So get, get very used to saying the phrase your honor, Uh, Speaking when only uh, uh, given permission um, uh, is a big, big key uh, for most parties in the courtroom versus blurting out, uh, just saying things. Uh, You've got to ask permission from the court uh, to speak. A lot of judges will be very offended if a party interrupts the judge, maybe interrupts another attorney, uh, begins being argumentative. Uh, in the middle of a hearing or a trial. So really watch that. Only speak when spoken to in a general sense. And if you think it's important uh, that you say something, uh, make sure you ask permission from the court. And then in terms of responding uh, to the court, uh, yes, your honor, no, your honor, can really, really go a long way. And I think in that vein, uh, if the other attorney uh, is 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 maybe examining you, asking questions, calling that other attorney sir or ma'am, uh, can go a long, long way in terms of showing uh, respect as well. So sir or ma'am uh, to the other attorney in the case, uh, maybe a guardian item, if they're speaking uh, to you, can go a long, long way as well. Uh, another general rule I would say is if you have an attorney who's representing you in your case, so you've hired an attorney, you've paid for an attorney, and they're coming in and representing you, uh, is a general rule. Uh, it's almost always better for your uh, attorney to speak for you than to you for you to then speak in that instance, right? You've hired an attorney to speak for you. Um, uh, hopefully they're able to express uh, your viewpoints, your concerns, uh, maybe the points you want to make in a way that is very even-keeled, very level-headed because they're not an interested party in the cause of action and they're used to coming into the courtroom and maybe they're used to being before this particular judge or at this courthouse and they're able to maybe phrase things and say things that that are better uh, just in terms of the persuasiveness. So be, be really careful with that as well. In most instances, if you have an attorney, uh, you're probably better not to say anything uh, unless – uh, uh, the judge is asking you a question, or uh, you're under oath, for example, and you're being examined, or the other attorney is maybe cross-examining you and asking you questions. Um, but generally speaking, if you've got an attorney, you've paid them to come in and represent you. Um, so uh, let them represent you and let them, let them do that. Um, another uh, uh, basic rule I would say is watch your body language. Uh, body language can go a long way in terms of uh, the judge coming to an opinion uh, of a party in a courtroom. And so it's not always what you say, it's how you appear. So if you look visibly annoyed, if you look visibly irritated, uh, if you look visibly angry, uh, this, this can oftentimes uh, not come off well in the courtroom. So be very careful uh, about your body language in terms of how you're coming off. Uh, look for things like uh, sighing, you know, avoid that. You know, avoid shrugging your uh, shoulders if something is being said uh, that you don't like. Uh, avoid throwing your hands up in the air if something happens in a courtroom um, that that, uh, uh, that upsets you or you don't like in terms of what is being said. So be very, very careful with that. For most parties, I know this is tough, right, because we're all human beings and we all have feelings And so I know this is easier said than done for parties, especially when they're going through a divorce or family matter, but, you know, it is almost always best to sit stone faced, no matter what is being said, and just not reacting to it negatively or positively. So if something good happens in a courtroom, you know, avoid being celebratory. Uh, If something bad happens in a courtroom, you know, avoid looking angry and upset Um, uh, again, stone-faced, even-keeled. I know this is hard. This is very hard uh, for folks when all these emotions are running through them. Uh, But all of this is very, very uh, helpful in most courtroom contexts. And so the emotion, uh, to the fullest extent possible, try to keep that contained until after you leave the courtroom. uh, In the courtroom, uh, be respectful, uh, be courteous. Uh, It can make a big, big difference. One other a little pet peeve um, uh, that I have and that uh, I've seen take place uh, in court uh, courtroom uh, situations is parties liking to pass lots of notes to their attorney, for example. So they're just furiously writing on a piece of paper, pushing it over to their attorney, You know, furiously writing on sticky notes, pushing it over to their attorney. Look, there might be some instances where maybe a party's concerned that the attorney isn't bringing up a critical point, So if this is done sparingly, it can be okay. Um, But if a party looks nervous and fidgety and they're constantly squirming and moving and shrugging their shoulders, having bad body language, constantly passing notes uh, to their attorney, all of this can come off um, uh, just not even keeled. Uh, It can give a court a negative impression about the circumstances. So be very, very careful about this as well to the fullest extent possible, uh, be even-keeled, uh, sit stone-faced, uh, let your attorney speak for you. Uh, if you need to say something, uh, make sure you've asked for permission of the court. And then, again, make sure uh, you're saying yes, Your Honor, no, Your Honor, in response to questions from the judge. And in terms of other attorneys, you know, make sure you're calling them sir and ma'am and that you're being respectful. At the end of the day, uh, in the family court, being respectful, being even-keeled, being courteous, can go a long, long way to a positive result. Uh, so that concludes our episode here today. Again, as a follow-up to the episode, go to familylawheadquarters.com and check out the article titled "How Manners Can Go a Long Way in Court." Thank you very much, and stay tuned to our next episode coming up.
0: Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stengy. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results. And every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Kirkstain is responsible for the content. Principal Place of Business, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450, Clayton, Missouri, 63105.